If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two, and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups, and then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on you know things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start out with the usual housekeeping, the supporters of the show. We've got uh, Josh, Jake, B-Word, and the Iceman on Patreon, and Jason and Miss Aaron through Buy Me a Coffee. If you guys are getting tired of hearing me say your names, just let me know. I'll shut up. But I do appreciate the support, and uh, yeah, so uh, thank you very much for that. Now, next piece of housekeeping that we need to attend to is this coming Sunday. It is the Sunday after the show drops. That is January 29th, 2023. We will be doing the first ever like official live episode of I Had to Say It Live, which will be at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, probably looking to go about an hour, hour and a half, depending if it gets out of hand or if it's too much fun or whatever, we'll kind of play it by ear. I'm looking, I have one confirmed guest as of right now. I'm looking to bring one other person on, maybe two. I don't know if anybody expresses any interest. If not, knowing who's coming, it will be a good time. It will be a good conversation. Hopefully we'll get some audience interaction, maybe some calls in on the phone number. And yeah, so that is, uh the upcoming, uh, so on and so forth. So first off, I'm going to apologize if I come off as a little more disjointed than usual. I mean, not that I'm always the most cohesive, uh, show out there, but, uh, I'm operating. I don't really want to say playing wounded, but I've been kind of under the weather for the last few days. Um, hopefully I get better. Or I go to the doctor or something and hopefully it's something minor and insignificant, but, in the meantime, there have been uh, some goings-on about which to, uh, I've been thinking, and we're going to discuss them, uh, albeit probably kind of briefly, because I do have a good solid case of foggy brain, and it's kind of hard for me to focus. And the first thing that I want to talk about is, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but there is a doctor who was in Utah who was, the guy's, I mean, the guy's a plastic surgeon, but let's not focus on that part. He was still a doctor. Uh, this guy in Salt Lake County, Utah, has been indicted by the federal government because he was he disposed of a bunch of COVID vaccines 
and I'm Eric, you can't see it because this is not a live media today. It will be coming up shortly, but I digress. Air quoting around vaccine. He took a whole bunch of prescriptions of the jab and destroyed them and then used the lot numbers off of them to provide uh, bogus um, vaccination cards for people, uh, for children at the request of their parents. It's not like he was doing some vigilante shit. There was a group of parents that wanted their kids to have the records without actually getting the fucking jab, which, you know, given everything that's coming out at this point, I don't know how they're, you know, saying it's worthy of charging this guy with anything. Um, other than the fact that the federal government paid for the shots that he destroyed and, you know, distributed the cards. And I guess I'm sure he was probably taking a pay to pay off to do this and not just doing it out of the you know goodness of his heart. But there's just under like $2,000 worth of doses is what the allegations are. There are 2,000 doses. It's like 28 grand worth of uh, jabs. Um, either for, you know, cash payments or uh, he had some of the parents donating to different uh, charitable organizations uh, without actually giving the jab to the people who got the card. And the federal government, of course, is suing this guy because they're saying it was fraud and, 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 and intentions to defraud the CDC and a bunch of other shit like that. And as opposed to the fact that he was trying to help people comply with an unjust mandate that was, as more and more comes out about the jabs, actually the right play and probably the more responsible thing to do. And I don't expect any kind of compassion or understanding from anybody who's still firmly in the you need to get vaxxed and boosted camp because they don't give a shit about things like facts or fairness or freedom, honestly, at this point. Um, but when it comes out that none of the production protocols for standards of production for vaccines are being followed and these jabs don't actually do anything that a vaccine traditionally does, I really don't understand how you can still justify saying, oh, well, just get another another jab and another boost and another jab and another boost. And I really don't know how you can still defend the massive government overreach that was mandating people had these things to maintain their livelihood and to maintain their normal lives. That's not the principles that this country was founded on. And for my international listeners, because I know that I might have a few of them, if you don't feel that way about you know independence and liberty, I'm sorry. I don't know why the fuck you're listening to me, because I honestly believe that every human being has certain rights as a human being, and one of which is... The decision to make your own decision, the the right to make your own decisions as to what's being done to your fucking body. That's kind of my whole th shtick is personal sovereignty is the ultimate right as that we as humans should possess. Uh, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, it's what you do with yourself. It's nobody's fucking business but your own. And. You know, that's the long and the short of it. And I don't believe these mandated vaccinations that made the vaccination companies billions and billions of dollars with, you know, no liability or possibility of ever being called to task for any shortcomings or poor performance issues or, say, deadly side effects. You know, like the fact that I if if I'd have known somebody like this doctor in my area when our jelly-filled fuck muppet of a governor decided he was going to mandate vaccinations, um, particularly because with my job being what it is, I had to, I more more or less had to get the jab. I mean, I my bosses were willing to work with me to find a workaround, 
trying to get exemptions and things like that. But at the end of the day, if I was going to be constantly having to get, you know, PRC tests every three days and I have to change my mask 19 times a day and possibly miss work every time a PRC test didn't work out, I, I had to make a choice and I made a choice that I was not happy with. And of course, surprise, surprise, it was these mandates were proven to be just horrible fucking things. And, you know, the the federal government's still pushing them. A lot of local governors are still trying to push them. I can tell you this much. If they do try and pass any further mandates, I will be one unemployed son of a bitch, and I'll be exactly what they want, sucking at the government teat. However, seeing as I have a tendency not to comply with a lot of the shit I don't agree with, I'm not going to be one of those readily controlled individuals sucking at the teat. I'm going to be the one looking for a way around it. That's, you know, that's just me. I'm I will get some side hustles going where I don't have to be accountable and held to that shit, or I will move, or I will do what I got to do, or I will be a criminal. I mean, at the end of the day, after a certain level of outlawing happens, everybody has a line in the sand. Everybody has a point. Well, I shouldn't say it. There's a lot of fucking sheep out there who are just going to blindly go along. They're going to give up their freedoms for the illusion of safety, and they're not going to be any fucking safer than they were with their freedoms, but, you know, they'll at least be liberated from their responsibility, and that's realistically how I think a lot of this shit happens, and, you know, I I don't want this to turn off, and like I said, I've been trying to stay away from the political shit. It's, a lot of people don't want to hear that, you know, and I honestly, I don't, I don't want to push my agenda, but when it comes to like social mindsets and things like that, some of, some of this stuff shouldn't be a political case. It should simply be a case of allowing humans to be fucking humans and to steer their own destiny. Now, unfortunately, part of that steering your own destiny is taking responsibility, which a lot of people don't want to do, and a lot of people are, find it just big and scary and wrong. And the whole thing about this big, scary, wrong concept of helming your own destiny is, um, you know, there's risk involved. You're not just guaranteed certain things that you think you should have. And ultimately, that's kind of what this doctor did, is he enabled these people. And like I said, the fact that he didn't just take cash for every single payment, for every single time he did this for somebody. They required donations to different charitable organizations, so obviously he wasn't just doing it to, you know, line his own pockets. He wasn't just doing it to be greedy. And he's allowing these people to exercise control over their own lives by undermining what is more or less an unjust law. And I now they're like I said they're going to drag him out. He's they're putting him in front of a federal grand jury next week. He's going to be brought up on charges of defrauding the government and all this other shit. Um because they he didn't comply with something he didn't agree with and yeah there's there there's both sides i mean you have to have a certain degree of law and structure and order in life to function as a society but at the same time when the law and structure and order comes at the expense of things like people's bodily autonomy which the people who are still so in favor of mandating these worthless jabs and taking that choice away from other people are also by and wide the ones that are real quick to start complaining when anyone else's beliefs are forced on them. Um. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Which kind of takes me to another thing that's been going on. And it it's, I'm again, this is a slightly political thing, but I'm not, it's not the point. It's just sort of the path to the point at this. So I'm not going to harp on it overly much, but. I've been seeing through you know the lens of social media because like pretty much everybody these days, that's how a lot of my social interactions comes along, that a lot of the politicians at this point, now I was really hoping here in the U.S. things would kind of tone down after the midterm elections so we'd get at least maybe six or eight months of just peace and calm. But it's really not happening. There, you know, there's a lot of doubling down from all these various political organizations and they're stumping just as hard as ever to try and keep pushing their agenda. And it got me thinking about why would they, why do we not get our usual break? Why do we not get that little space where we don't have to deal with the bullshit, where we can just, you know, breathe and live for a little while. And I'm sure part of it is the kind of dynamic shift of how we do things and how we, uh, interact with each other has changed. But I think the other part of it is, um, this, if this if this last election showed anything, it was the harnessing Gen Z energy that these politicians, I mean, these young, dumb motherfuckers turned out in droves. And the problem is, at least from my perspective as this old and bitter motherfucker who doesn't want to constantly be hearing about this shit, these young, dumb motherfuckers need to be constantly stimulated. They don't have the, like, processing capacity to... They, they don't have long-term thought processes at, at this point. And honestly, the way things are going developmentally, I don't think th- this generation may ever actually fucking get to being able to think long-term. They they think they are. They they are whole hog convinced that they are going to save the world. They are gonna, the future of this planet. And there would have been a time where they were right, but unfortunately, what they don't get and... Part of it's being young. Because when I was in my 20s, I thought I knew fucking everything, too. It's amazing how fast you learn as you grow up and have to deal with real-world shit that that's not the case. And so we got these young, dumb motherfuckers that are being kind of just steered quite deftly by a bunch of geriatric motherfuckers who are the ones holding the, the realm. They're steering the outrage. They're aiming them at things that they think are... Well, these young motherfuckers think are just these massive, ultra-significant things that are really, like, minor, petty shit, and they're getting blown so out of fucking proportion. Which is why, which is why, and unfortunately, these kids have grown up in a culture of the loudest voice in the room gets the attention and gets the changes made and gets the world changed. So now... We've seen this massive shift where, and part of it was the whole cancel culture thing where it was like, if you believe or think anything different than me, I must destroy you because you are a threat to my way of life, which is juvenile thinking at best. And I I hesitate to even call that because there's really not a lot of thought process involved in that. It's knee-jerk reactive bullshit that is coupled with massive insecurity. Because if these kids thought their way and their thought processes were so right and so 
based and so just, they wouldn't be so fucking fragile that anyone having a different opinion could knock them down. And they're so short-sighted, they can't understand that. And I, I like I said, I really think at this point it's deliberate. I think the older generations used modern technology and modern evolution to manipulate the younger generation into not having long-term thought capabilities. There is no analysis for the future. I mean, they're being told they're thinking about the future, but literally everything they do is reactive. There's, there's, they don't play a long game. They don't understand the long, the long run or having plans beyond their next fix or their next hit of, and I'm not saying this even in a drug manner, even though it's drug speech, but that, that next dopamine hit, that next validation that they feel from an external source because they don't have the facilities or the capabilities to ha- have it come internally. They're, they're like developmentally stunted in a very real way because they've grown up without conflict, without you know knowing what it is to lose, without knowing that winning legitimately actually feels a lot better than just constantly being told you're good enough as you are. Working to better yourself and putting in that at work, they don't understand that that brings its own reward with it. And if you try and point it out to them, you try and say anything to these ignorant little bastards, they get all defensive and get bent out of shape because, oh, you're just stuck in that old mindset and you don't know what how the world works these days. And da, 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 da. and it's a bunch of horseshit, but they're so, it's, it's been put into place just so marvelously. And depending on how hard you want to lean into the tinfoil hat territory this could be done on by some global conglomerate it could be done by the the wef the world economic forum or you know the rothschilds or the illuminati or whoever you want to look at or you could just realize it's a bunch of crotchety old bastards that every generation of crotchety old bastards is a slightly different generation from the previous crotchety old bastards but they've been manipulating the youth since you know, the first caveman brained some brained another caveman with a rock. And, you know, they would start wars between our, we're going to the kill the guys from the next valley over because when they start the wars, they send the young and the strong because those are the ones that are going to win. Meanwhile, the old guys and the wise guys and the, and the, all the, you know, typical beta male motherfuckers, they get to hang out back at the camp and, and they have the cerebral fortitude to go, yeah, well, we're sending all the young, strong meatheads out. We're not only eliminating competition from other villages, other factions, we're eliminating internal competition so we can have women's and we can have more food because the big, strong guys that would be smacking us around and taking what they wanted are all going to get killed in this war that we stirred up. And these days it's not raiding over the next hill into the next valley to go fight people, but that mentality of we can keep the young and the easily manipulated in check by having them have something to fight with. Yeah, we're not talking physical violence in today's day and age. I mean, there is obviously still some physical violence, particularly when you get into the more shitty parts of the world or even the more shitty parts of, of, you know, quote-unquote developed society where there is not as many natural resources and there's much denser populations. Then by all means, let the poor motherfuckers kill each other because... That's just how it works. You don't believe me? Take a look at any major metropolitan area in the United States. The crime sprees, the the statistics, if you look at them, like most of the gun violence all the gun grabbers like to point to, happens in those neighborhoods. And it's not by accident. Broke people, as a general rule, 
only kill other broke motherfuckers. You got, you know, two rats fighting over a piece of cheese while they still got some asshole standing outside the maze with a clipboard taking notes. That's kind of how it is. It's, and again, this may sound tinfoil hatty, but it's not by accident. It's how you can get a tiny little sliver of a population with all the wealth and all the control and all the power because the masses are easily manipulatable and we've been bred and trained to think that way, to be that way. And instead of having actual physical conflicts nowadays, it's this made-up bullshit that people are so indignant over and things that really don't matter if you talk to your average person on the street in an average you know, calm and normal way. You wouldn't even hear this shit come up as a general rule. But if you look at the media and what the news is telling us and what the politicians are telling us, it's these huge fucking deals, whether it's, you know, a matter of race or these religious conflicts. And honestly, this may sound cynical, but I think in a lot of ways, most of these religious conflicts are a prime example of the earliest days of this. The people that actually were high up in the hierarchy of the faith, were never the ones fighting the battles, but they were always the ones sending the crowds out to go do it. There were not a lot of popes on the front lines during the fucking crusades. There were not a lot of imams that were out there strapping on their own suicide vests. It's, and it's, it's all the same shit. It's just different tactics. It's, I'm not saying any one religion that has its followers out killing other people is any better than any other religion that has its followers out killing people. That's why, you know, personally, I, I guess I don't talk about religion much on the show uh, for a, a very solid reason. And, um, but in my own personal beliefs, I tend to lean with a religion that if I, if I were religious, I'm really not. But if I were going to pick a religion, I'd pick one that, you know, didn't, Tell me I should be out there killing anybody, but said if I did have to fight, you know, death in battle is not a bad way to go as long as it's in defense, you know, not out there picking fights. But that's because I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am I'm a pragmatist when it comes to certain things and one of which being protecting me and mine against everyone and anyone else. Um, and I'm a pragmatist with that. If it comes down to me or you, if I have anything to say about it, it ain't going to fucking be me. And that's just the way I look at things. But but I digress. Yeah, so we've gone from having actual physical wars back when we had sticks and stones to kill each other with. And it was sending out all the big, strong people to go out and either die in battle or get fucked up enough where when they came back, they really weren't a threat to the guys that were sitting back at the camp holding power. And it's not a new concept, but the focus has shifted. And part of that is shifting from, you know, actual physical social wars, which are still going on by the plenty around here. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like the planet is a peaceful fucking place to live. But they're not writ large, huge upscale conflicts. It's, we haven't had a world war in almost, almost 100 years. So, I mean, you know, we, we're, we're not there yet. we still got another decade just before we can say that. But, you know, we're getting there. Well, it depends if we're counting from the start of World War II or the end of World War II. Again, again, this is all semantic shit. Point being, we haven't had any like extinction level conflict in quite a while, but there are there's always skirmishes going on around the planet. That's just human nature. It's never going to change. I don't think uh, at this point because we're fighting against thousands of years of evolution, where that's the norm. And uh, even for all the 
like ultra pacifistic individuals who want to talk about how they're just preaching the war and violence and all this other shit that they're so opposed to it. They are still some of the most solid proponents of violence, just not personal violence. They're not taking the responsibility for themselves. They are some of the people who push the hardest to have the state violence used to enforce their beliefs on other people. They are the ones who want to have every other human on the planet regulated to fall in lines with their beliefs. And, and this, all this like meaningless conflict of all this point a point B my side, you don't believe the same thing I believe and you have to be shut down again. It's, it's not accidental. And yes, this is kind of, kind of a political episode, I guess, but it's not just, it's, it's more about the social mentality of things, at least to my mind. And, Maybe that's the under the weather talking, but to, the way I'm thinking about this, it's not just a political issue. It is a social construct that, like I said, it started at some point thousands and thousands of years ago, and it's just been growing and being refined over the over the generations. And so now we have these little short attention span heaven motherfuckers who don't believe in the past because they don't want to listen to anything that might make them sad or hurt their little feels. So they don't pay enough attention to the past other than the bullet point versions. They don't get the notes right where they say, hey, this is a bad thing and we need to maybe learn from the past so we can actually avoid it. No, they just pick up little things like they decide they want to call everybody they don't fucking agree with a Nazi without actually knowing what the Nazi party actually stood for beyond the fact that they were bad because... You know, Nazis were all for things like censoring books and silencing all opposition and disarming the citizenry so only the military had guns because only the military needed guns because you were there to serve the fatherland. And the fatherland will provide and all will come from them because it's, I mean, it's the cliff notes. It's the, oh, well, Nazis were bad guys and you don't agree with me. That makes you a bad guy. So you're a Nazi. And the people that are actually up there and um you know pushing this bullshit they are the ones that do actually kind of know better and they're willing to push and drive this division and i see it everywhere i'm looking and it, it realistically it's driving me nuts and more and more it's you, you get these talking points from people my age and older being put out into the media. And then you get these little young motherfuckers that grab them like a, the new shiny and run, run it into the fucking ground. But not with any real staying power. They have this like ADHD mindset where they're just waiting for the next thing that they're supposed to be upset about. And the next thing that means anybody who doesn't agree with them is bad. And th there's no, th the mentality has gone from like, yeah, we should all find a way to get along to, I need to find a way to destroy everything about you. And the whole reasoning behind it, just the more I sit back and look at it, I mean, it gets, it feels like it's getting more and more fucking blatant. Like they're not even trying to hide it anymore. And it's realistically, it's being made worse by our current social interactions. I mean, yeah, the internet is a great thing. In small doses. It allows us to do some amazing shit. We have access to more information than ever at the tips of our fingers. 
The problem is not the existence of the internet. Like I love the internet. I've got friends from all over the world now, and people I you know I speak to on a either regular, semi-regular, you know, basis that I would never proud that I probably never will meet in person. I mean, some of them I'm we're you know kind of kicking around the idea of arranging a meetup in the next year or two, which I think would be great. But you know, we're all adults with lives, and shit's not going to be easy. But we might make a point of doing it just because we want to meet each other. Lord knows, I've got a few people that I've met just through the world of podcasting that are within, you know, a five, six hour drive of where I am, where I'm really seriously kind of contemplating taking a long weekend and hopping in the car and going to visit, assuming they're, you know, up for it or whatever. I've got a few people that are farther away than I'm definitely contemplating arranging a visit. I'm just trying to see if I can't work out a way to do it where it's not going to like break the bank because far travels are expensive. <laughs> But and they're getting worse. I mean, the economy is not doing any freaking better. Uh, it's but it is what it is. And in the meantime, the problem isn't that, like I said, the problem isn't the internet in and of itself. It's one of those. The concept was there. It's a good concept. It's a pure concept. The problem really comes into play when it's the way people have been raised and guided and steered in their development where it's what we're doing with all this data that's available out there. I mean, it doesn't matter how much shit is out there if you lack the critical thinking skills to decipher it for yourself. And realistically, that's where we got to kind of work. And there is so much pushback because, again, because of this social construct that has been created where everyone views differing opinions as a threat to their way of life and a threat to their existence when realistically it's very seldom an actual threat to your existence. And again, it goes with that whole taking responsibility. When you take the responsibility to make up your own mind, you have to be accountable for your own actions and your own responses. And yeah, particularly for people that were raised on never having to have that, it gets kind of scary. If you want to see a prime example of this, look at there's go on any of the social media platforms that have streaming videos. There are all kinds of examples of, kids, teens, preteens, up to early to mid-20s, just acting like the most inconsiderate, utter shitheads because they've never in a day in their life had to actually deal with consequences. Whether whether it's little kids that are out there like getting in adults' faces and screaming and being assholes because they've never been told they shouldn't, because they've never had the shit smacked out of them for acting like a little prick. And then when consequences do finally catch up with these assholes, not only is the disassociation and the disconnect just blatant and ridiculous, but they don't have the coping skills and the mental capacity to process what's happening to them. So it becomes everybody else's fault. It's not their fault. It's what they did is not their responsibility. They're good people. It's just the rest of the world that's fucking wrong. They were forced. Their hand was forced, blah, blah, blah. And there's no accountability and you see it every day and it's getting fucking worse. So, that's kind of the whole point of the second half of this episode. The whole rant here is realistically, I don't think it's being done accidentally. I think it's being done deliberately because it's, if you go back and you look at a lot of people nowadays, when they're out there busy brandishing whatever ism or ist or whatever they're trying to call people. And again, these are all primarily being pushed by the quote unquote tolerant side of things where 
they are really tolerant of the things they're accepting of, but anything else needs to be destroyed because it's a threat to their way of life because their way of life is apparently so fucking fragile that anybody else believing anything else will automatically invalidate it and make it fall apart. And that's why I don't understand how we got to this point where the loudest voice somehow all of a sudden gained the most power. Why is it that we have huge multi-million dollar corporations that are falling on their asses because contrary to what the loudest voice in the room thinks, the vast majority of the country or the world doesn't give a shit about woke politics. They don't give a shit about all this identity bullshit. And if you kowtow to these loud ass people who are screaming and demanding to be respected and demanding to be acknowledged. Now I'm not saying people don't deserve to be respected and acknowledged. What I'm saying is the rest of the world is not obligated to participate in your self-delusional shit. Now, I'm not saying that against anybody's identity, anybody's ethnicity, anybody's race, creed, color, religion, whatever, any of that shit. You do you. Do whatever makes you happy. Identify as a fucking attack helicopter if you want to. I don't care. It's irrelevant to me. It doesn't change. As long as you're a decent person, I don't give a fuck. I'll be decent to you as long as you're decent to me. And I honestly believe a huge portion of the population feels that way. I really believe there's a whole bunch of people walking around on this planet that don't give a fuck about the stupid shit. And in large part, I believe that's because we didn't grow up with that mentality of everybody telling us that we needed constant external validation. We got the whole, you know, suck it up and deal with it. And I think we could use a little bit more of that. But at the same time, easing these grown-ass adults in, well, grown-ass children, let's call them, into a mentality where they can actually self-validate and self-fulfill without needing this bullshit is not going to be easy. So we're going to have to kind of kid-glove them into it a little bit. But at the same time, they need to start realizing that you need to be able to validate yourself. You need to be able to stand on your own. You don't need to be seeking validation from children. You are not a child. You are an adult, and you need validation from adults. So if you're one of those people who's going to get all broken up because... You had a 10-year-old that didn't address you by your preferred pronouns because that's not the way you present, and the 10-year-old did what 10-year-olds do and called you what you look like? Yeah, well, you're going to have to fucking cope with that. I'm sorry. I mean, by all means, like I said, identify how you want. Be what you want to be. If you're an adult and you feel like you were in the wrong body, do what you can about it. There's help out there for you. And I'm not one to judge. I, honestly, I don't care. On the other hand, you know, you can't label me, you know, phobic or bigoted or whatever else just because you don't like the way I look at the world. Because, again, I don't fucking care. Because I don't need your validation. That's what makes me a stronger individual than a lot of these people that go into hysterics and panic and conniptions because they're not getting told that they're okay. Because they don't, they don't have that internal structure. They don't have that ability to self-validate. And it's 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 a shortcoming that I honestly at this point I believe is intentional. I believe it was deliberately ingrained into these people through indoctrination and through their upbringings to make them require that that external validation. So, a it keeps us at each other's throats because <laughs> there for every person that was told that this is the way you should feel about thing, there was another one that was told that's not the way you should feel about it, and. The reason these noisy cans get the attention is because they 
have been told that's how you get results. You make the most noise. You make the biggest stink, and the world will, will, will you know, bow to your needs. Now, the real reality of it's starting to take home things where, like, Hollywood, you've got a lot of the Hollywood machine that has bought into this shit lock, stock, and barrel, jumped in with both feet. And you look at it with the woke Disney shit and all this other stuff where they were not making money. I mean, they're still making money, but not nearly to the degree that they thought they were going to, not even to the degree they were used to because they started worrying about catering to the loudest noise instead of the biggest population. The masses were quiet and content when they were just worried about putting out good stories and worried about not worried. Not not everything was about making sure that every box was ticked. If you told a good story, you hired the best actors for the parts, and you didn't really worry about the little nitty-gritty instead of making sure you had X, Y, and Z checked. Now, that being said, there's still stuff that comes out that I think is decent, and as long as it f- comes in an organic manner, great. Do I give a shit if there's all kinds of every single representation in every single piece of film or media that I take in? No, I don't. Because sometimes it's not fucking relevant. Sometimes who a person wants to stick their naughty parts on is completely irrelevant to the story and doesn't need to be a highlighted feature of it. Sometimes a person's ethnicity, other than their obvious facts of what they look like, is completely irrelevant to the story and does not need to be a central part of it. And every time I say something like this, you get people who are, well, you know, uh, you, the, the unique experience of their cultural background. No, motherfucker, no. That can be part of who they are and how they play the part, but it does not need to be central to the story. If it's irrelevant to the story, you don't always need it. Now, sometimes, yes, you do. Sometimes it fits. But like I said, it has to flow organically. That's realistically all it is. And when we get away from that, where we get into these things where it's like, shoehorning in this sanctimonious moral bullshit of, oh, look how look how sensitive I am and look how much representation there's here. If it's not organic, if it's not natural, if it doesn't fit to the story, if it doesn't play well, people aren't going to be putting down their hard-earned money, especially with the global inflation and the fact that everyone's money is worth less every fucking day. They're not going to drop down their hard-earned money because that money equates to time out of their life that they will never get back. They're not going to spend it on something they don't enjoy. And by and wide, most of humanity doesn't enjoy being lectured. They don't enjoy being made to feel inferior. And I'm a huge proponent of not making people feel inferior unless they're fucking stupid. I, I honestly think if you're stupid, you deserve to be mocked relentlessly until you pull your head out of your ass because I believe a lot of stupid is actually willful. It's willful ignorance. It's I don't know and I don't fucking care to know and I'm not going to listen to anyone else's opinion because I'm comfortable in my fucking ignorance and stupidity. So those motherfuckers can get fucked and I have no problem telling them them to get fucked and I'll do it to their faces. I'll do it to their backs. I'll do it to the side of their heads. I'll do it while they're walking away from me crying looking for somebody to tell them that I was insensitive and I hurt their fucking feelings. And frankly, when they find somebody that gives a shit and they decide to team up and come back, I'm going to talk about them too. And those are the attitudes I have that a lot of a lot of a lot of these people that are really quick to you know throw an ist or an ism in there. Anybody that wants to label anybody else, they they look at them. And they say, "I must be an intolerant bastard, and I must be a bigot, and I must be a racist, and I must be a homophobe and a transphobe and a blah blah blah." And I'm, that's the thing. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm not because I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care what you do with your sticky bits. I don't care if you feel like you got the wrong sticky bits. 
I personally, I love a good drag show. Do I think that makes them an appropriate place for kids? Fuck no. Just like I don't think kids belong in a strip club either. A heteronormative, a gay strip club, a tranny strip club, a fucking weird-ass fetish strip club? None of it. None of that's appropriate for children. At all. It's meant to be adult entertainment. That's The word adult is in the fucking title. So, no, I don't support things like family-friendly drag shows because... It's not. It's not. I mean, if you're going to do a friendly, if you're going to, if you want to get dressed up as your non-assigned gender and go out and like, I, like drag time story hour, that that doesn't bother me, as long as it's like above board and age appropriate. I don't give a fuck. You want to dress up as a fucking mermaid or a transvestite or a fucking uh, a shepherd or a horse or I don't care. It's, it's irrelevant as long as the material you are presenting and the manner in which you present it is age-appropriate to the audience you're doing with. Well, the, the vast majority of these family-friendly drag shows are not because, let's just call it how it is, a bunch of drag queens or drag kings that are dancing around for prepubescent children that are still dancing in an extremely adult manner is every bit as inappropriate as taking those children to the strip club. And I don't know how I got to this part of the conversation, but yeah, no. So we, the people that want to force tolerance at the barrel of the government's gun, but only tolerance for what they agree with and they believe in. Yeah. They're part of the problem. These short sighted, short minded motherfuckers that are in their early twenties, late teens, early twenties that think they're the most influential people on the fucking planet. And, are being basically told they are by the old cocksuckers that are steering the ship. Uh, yeah, we need to deal with them. It's us middle-of-the-road, middle-aged motherfuckers that maybe we've been derelict in our duty. Maybe it's our fault these fucking kids turned out like this. Maybe too many of us were busy worrying about survival and we let grandma and grandpa raise the kids so they grew up spoiled bastards. Maybe we just we didn't want to see our kids go through the same traumatic shit we went through and maybe we were a little too soft on them. And by we, I mean you guys. I wasn't. I wasn't that parent. I. I don't apologize for it. My kid turned out fucking amazing, but ultimately, we we got to own up to this and we got to start doing something about it. And it's going to be a lot harder now because these arrogant little bastards. They think they're grown. They think they're smart. They think they're wiser than any of us, and they don't realize they're being manipulated. They're being controlled, and they're being steered into this divisive mentality of. The, the culture war, I don't know what else to call it at this point. That's literally what it is. And I guarantee you, most of the old bastards that are pushing this agenda and pushing this horseshit, they don't actually believe in it. They believe in it as a means to an end. They believe in it because it is the source of their power and their authority, and that's why they keep doing it. So, anyway, I think I've rambled incoherently long enough now. So, again, thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate the support. And uh, I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.